You're listening to the Pharmacy Podcast Network. Welcome to the PharmD Money Podcast, where certified financial planner Derek Delaney brings financial education and observation to help pharmacists navigate their most important financial questions. Welcome in PharmD Nation to episode number 63 of the PharmD Money Podcast. I am your host, Derek Delaney. Thank you all for joining me today. You know, one of the more interesting things that people are starting to want to learn more about is the power of interest rates and who controls them, where are interest rates created from, and how do changes in one area of finance affect interest rates in another area. Most specifically for a lot of people listening to this podcast, you have probably experienced interest rate change in the form of fixed interest you're provided with deposits at a bank. So that could be the amount of interest you're being credited in your savings account or checking account or the amount of interest you get in a basic bank CD. And then you also see the other side of interest when it comes to lending, which for a lot of people, they experience this through the interest rate they're obligated to pay on their mortgage. And lately, interest rates have grown in popularity for a lot of people because they have seen in the news and out in the media that interest rates are the reasons why a lot of other things, and when I say things, it's a lot of other events that are not great, are the reasons why these not great things are happening in the economy. For a large majority of people, this could be bond prices falling inside their investment portfolios, and they'll do a little bit, a little bit of research, and they'll notice that bonds are moving in opposite directions as interest rates. And then finally, you may start doing a little more digging and you may realize that all interest rates are controlled by the Federal Reserve and we're all at the mercy of what the Fed does with their interest rate hiking, which is going to impact everything else. And the reality of that thinking is it's kind of right and it's kind of wrong and it's an extremely complex conversation to have, but I'm going to do my best over the next couple minutes to break down what I think everybody needs to know when it comes to interest rates and how they are creating the type of economic and investment market volatility that we're seeing right now today. So to begin, let's let's start with the Federal Reserve because it seems to be the hot topic for a lot of people. Now, the Federal Reserve essentially controls what they call Fed funds rate, which is the overnight rate that financial institutions like banks use to borrow from one another in order to meet daily reserve requirements. So in order to be a part of the Federal Reserve, and to essentially be part of the banking system, a financial institution needs to hold a specific amount of money in reserve. And the reason they need to do this is because they have to have enough money in reserve as far as to provide enough protection for people who have money on deposit with that financial institution. Because the last thing we'd want is for a bunch of people to have a run on a bank or for a lot of financial institutions to get in trouble with poor lending and then default on not having enough deposits on hand to be able to provide back to those individuals who place their money with that financial institution to begin with. So in order to get around that, one of the big requirements is to make sure that enough reserve is on hand for those institutions to meet those probably small percentage chance of those institutions running into those type of problems down the road. So what happens is at the end of the day, if some financial institutions aren't 
at the level of reserve that they're required to be at by the close of business that day, they have to borrow money overnight from other financial institutions who may have excess reserve in their institution. And the amount of interest that each financial institution borrows by taking money from another financial institution is called the Fed funds rate. And when the Federal Reserve starts raising rates, that's the first thing that they start to manipulate or it's the first thing they want to start raising is that Fed funds rate because that Fed funds rate will directly impact the amount owed by the institutions who have to borrow to cover that reserve. And then they take that excess cost and they spread it down through their institution to consumers like you and I. So that is what they're talking about when they talk about the Federal Reserve raising rates and the Fed funds rates. But how does that impact the type of interest rates that people experience every single day, which are interest rates and things like your mortgage and interest earned in places like CDs, savings accounts, bond interest, and stuff like that? Well, the interest you receive on bond investments in investment accounts is not directly correlated with Fed funds rate. Usually the interest rate that gets set in bond interest rate accounts are derived from treasury bonds that the United States government issues. So treasury bonds are essentially the the most riskless type of bond you can purchase because it's backed by the, the, the federal power of our government. So a lot of rates get set based off of what those rates are at currently, and those rates get set at what they call an auction. So big financial institutions and brokerage houses will bid on these treasury bonds every single day, every single week, every single month. And depending on the supply and demand of those bids, they will set interest rates. Those interest rates then directly affect the yield and interest that bonds out in the open market are paying to consumers currently. And as those Fed interest rates, or not the Fed interest rates, but as the interest rates at those auctions continue to rise, the price of bonds continue to fall. And that is exactly why if you look in your investment portfolio right now, you'll see that your bond investments aren't probably doing so well so far in 2022. And that's because interest rates are rising and the bond prices will go down because in order to incentivize somebody to buy new bonds at higher interest rates, you're going to have to give them the option to sell their current bonds underneath market value because those current bonds aren't paying the same type of higher interest as new bonds. So again, it gets really, really complex, but that interest rate market where brokerage houses are bidding on those treasury bonds is different than that Fed funds rate we first talked about. So those are two different interest rate environments. So when you hear about the Fed raising rates, know that just because the Fed is raising rates, it doesn't actually mean that your bonds will continue to go down in value because that interest rate is not directly tied to the price of your bonds inside your investment portfolio. Instead, it's the actual treasuries, the government treasury bonds that are issued in those interest rates, which are two separate things. And then finally, people ask, well, if interest rates are going up in all directions, when can I expect to get paid more on the money I have parked inside my bank right now? Are savings account rates and CD rates going to go up anytime soon? And my response to that is, Probably not anytime soon. And if they do, they're probably not going to go up at nearly the rate you see other interest rates going up right now. And the reason for that is because banks don't have any incentive currently 
to increase the rates they're paying people to keep their money with them on deposit. And that is because a lot of financial institutions are flush right now with cash. They have no incentive to try to get more cash. And because they don't have incentive to try to get more cash, they basically have no reason to want to pay you more because whether you like it or not, they don't need your money now as much as they needed it in the past. And they don't expect to need your money as much right now because there's so much out there in circulation that if you take your deposits, pick them up and go to another bank because they're paying a fraction of an interest rate higher, that original financial institution could replace your money pretty easily because there's so much financial liquidity out there in our world right now because of policy and the increase in money supply that has happened over the last 18 months in America. So just know banks don't hate you. They're not trying to rip you off. They just don't have incentive to try to keep your deposits or to attract other deposits because there's so much liquidity out there right now. And banks make money when the interest rate margin between what they loan money at and what they pay you as a depositor the, the separation between those two is where they make their real money. And as loan interest rates go up, they're going to be able to make more, which is going to offset that thin margin they've been dealing with over the last three to four years as interest rates have been sitting at all-time lows. So interest rates, bonds, Fed fund rates, and everything else is extremely complex. But just know when you hear about Fed fund rates and the Fed raising interest rates, that not that doesn't necessarily directly impact your bond portfolios. And just know that as interest rates start to go up or continue to go up, like the interest you receive on bonds or loan interest rates like mortgages, doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to see that same type of interest being raised on deposit vehicles. You have your money in right now at a bank like checking savings or CDs. So that's kind of how everything is working together right now. I expect big changes coming in the next six months, 12 months, and 18 months as the Fed continues to maneuver and as United States treasuries continue to get repriced at those auctions, which is completely dependent on where people feel the current economy is and where it's going to go into the future. So just know it's an ever-evolving process with a bunch of moving parts. But hopefully this gives you a little bit of an idea of what's going on and how complex the situation is. If you're looking for more information about myself or FarmD Financial Planning, feel free to visit the website at farmdfp.com. Or if there's a specific topic you'd like us to talk more about, email podcast at farmdfp.com and we'll take note and use any instruction you give us as far as a topic we could potentially talk about in a future episode. Until then, FarmD Nation, happy planning. The FarmD Money Podcast is not intended to be tax, legal, or investment advice. All opinions expressed on the show are for informational purposes only and should not be relied upon for tax, legal, or investment advice.